ஹலோ அண்ட் வெல்கம் டு சங்கம் லிட் திஸ் இஸ் நந்தினி கார்கி அண்ட் இன் திஸ் எபிசோட் வி பர்சீவ் த ஆங்ஸ்ட் ஆஃப் அ லேடி பார்ட்டட் அவே ஃப்ரம் ஹ பிலவிட் ஆஸ் டெபிக்டட் இன் சங்கம் லிட்ரரி ஒர்க் குறுந்தொகை த்ரீ நாட் டூ பென் பை மாங்குடி கேலார் The verse is situated in the hills of Kurunji and speaks in the voice of the lady to the confidant when the confidant worries about the lady's ability to bear with the man's parting. Uraitthisin tholi, adu puraitho andre, aruntuyar ulatthalum atram, adanthalai perum piridagal adaninum anjudum. அன்னோ இன்னும் நல்மலை நாடன் பிரியா நண்பினர் இருவரும் என்னும் அலர் அதற்கு அஞ்சினன் கொல்லோ பலருடன் துஞ்சு ஊர் யாமத்தானும் என் நெஞ்சத்து அல்லது வரவு அறியானே To my heart he appears, but not to my eyes, laments a voice in this verse. In the opening words, Uraitthisin tholi, adu puraitho andre, meaning answer me my friend, is it an esteemable thing to do? The verse begins with an abstraction about an act. The phrase Nalmalai Nadan, meaning man of the good mountains, is a one-line portrait of the hero of the verse. Tangentially, this oft-repeated word Nadan in poems from the Kurunji landscape teases my taste buds by making me connected with the spicy and tasty gravy from Kerala cuisine, Nadan curry. It makes me smile to think that this ancient Tamil word lives on in the tongues of today's people in more ways than one. Returning, Piriya Nanbinar Iruvarum, meaning an inseparable friendship those two have, talks about a deep bond. ending with the words nenjattu alladhu varavu ariyani meaning he doesn't know how to arrive other than before my heart the words welcomes us to know more inseparable friendship and an honorable act what do these abstract references mean The context reveals that the man and lady were leading a love relationship when the man parted away to gather wealth for their wedding. The confidant feels anxious about the lady's ability to bear with the man's parting. To her worried friend, the lady says, "Tell me, my friend, is it an honorable thing to do? I can't bear with this deep suffering. Even more than that, I fear losing my life." Alas does the lord of the good mountains fear those slanderous words saying they both are inseparable lovers for in the middle of the night when all the town's folk sleep with their loved ones he knows not how to appear other than to my heart with these words the lady verbalizes the tormenting thoughts in her mind to her caring friend time to explore the nuances the lady starts by asking a question to her friend about whether that could be called an honorable thing then without saying what that is she starts to talk about how it seems impossible to bear with this pain but the alternative of losing her life worries her even more Then she wonders if the Lord fears the words of gossip about them both by the town's folk calling them inseparable. This was the most puzzling sentence to me. If strangers look at two people and say, see how inseparable they are, it would be a positive thing. Whereas these same words said about the man and lady was considered as slander and something to be feared. 
when years have passed, it seems difficult to understand where people are coming from. It sure looks like it's obvious to the people who lived then. And this makes me wonder if people in the future will look back at something similarly obvious to us today and break their heads as to why we did what we did. Stepping away from our rumination about the past and future, we find the lady saying that even at the midnight hour when the whole town sleeps, the man knows only to appear to her heart and not in real before her. Another way of saying that the lady is sleepless thinking about the man and wishing he were near her. It's the context recorded by scholars that makes this verse confusing. They say that the man is left to earn wealth for the wedding and if he has done so, the lady would be aware of that. If she's aware of that, why would she ask if he fears to come to meet her at night? What sounds more logical is that this is a situation when the man went missing for a few days during his trysting period with the lady. This would make the lady say these words missing the man, echoing the anxiety about their precarious situation. We can never be sure what the poet really meant and where he wants to place his creation in the context of things. All we can do is to go with the flow, relish the images presented with picturesque clarity and ponder on those thoughts that seem to have a timeless quality. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sangam Lit and journeying with me to ancient lands and minds. Please visit namdanikarki.com to share your thoughts and do spread the word about Sangam Lit. Until next time, Nandri Vanakkam.